Raw Impact Radio, I am Masir Blackston. This is episode 7. Why was there such a long wait between episode 6 and episode 7 for us to get... You know what? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Today. Why, what's the echo? What's happening? What's the echo? Please fix it. Today we've got our very first guest. Uh, he's a brother. He does news reporting on TikTok. He reports a lot of news on TikTok. If you're not following him, you should at the Masked Hope on TikTok. And I believe all of his other, you know, his YouTube and all of that other stuff is uh, is linked from there. We'll have him drop his socials in a minute. But he will be here with us, and we'll talk about how he got into reporting wrestling news. Uh, you know, kind of what made him go down that path, and then we're going to actually talk wrestling. We're going to talk wrestling on a wrestling podcast. Oh my goodness! That being said, we're going to take a quick break we'll come back and we're going to talk to the masked hope right here on raw impact radio be back after this raw impact radio i am masir blackson and i have the absolute pleasure of being joined by a wrestle talker like none other someone whose page i checked wrestling news for before i even brushed my teeth in the morning the newly minted mr million likes ladies and gentlemen the masked hope Happy and prosperous New Year to you, sir, and welcome to Raw Impact Radio. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. You know, another lovely day in the new year. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so we just had Raw last night. We're going to talk a little bit about Raw, and we're going to talk about some of the things that happened in 2022 and 2023. But first, I wanted to talk about you because that's 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 a shoot. I check your page every morning uh, before I brush my teeth because I need to know what happened overnight. And you're on there at like 5, 6 in the morning giving updates. With all of the different facets of wrestling content creation, tell me a little bit about why you decided to go into wrestling news reporting on TikTok. I basically started doing wrestling news because uh, – None of my friends watch wrestling anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I usually keep up on what's going on on the sites. So I'm looking it up just for my personal entertainment. And I'm on TikTok and I realize people are doing like wrestling TikToks, but no one really is reporting the news. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I could fill that void. It's something to do in my spare time. I think it's dope because not only do you do the news, but you get to inject a little bit of your personality also. I forget which one it was, but you re you reported something, and then afterwards you just gave a look into the camera like, you know, damn well. <laughs> like, like, I think little things like that kind of set you apart from a lot of, like, the news the news folks that report wrestling news. Yeah. Yeah, I try to, I try to give the news and give my opinion on the news. So do you have a background in, like, media or anything like that? Because, I mean, the way that you report is very – it sounds very professional. Not at all. Uh I used to rap back in high school. That's about hey. to, to the extent that I uh, have any media training, sort of. Look, creativity is creativity. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, if you're rapping, is, is, you know, you're still talking into a mic. So, yeah, I got it. Exactly. <laughs> I still have to work the mic properly. People think sometimes that, you know, as, as content creators, as wrestling, you know, talkers or whatever, we can like pull our punches when there are certain people that follow us. And I know that there are a few pro wrestlers that follow me. I'm certain there are folks that follow you. How do you, how do you uh, sort of walk the line of reporting on some of the things that they may be involved with and not, you know, kind of worrying about whether or not you're going to offend them or anything like that? Yeah, that's, that's a big struggle for me. Uh, Kurt Angle follows me and that news broke about uh, what uh, the acclaim said about his ex-wife or whatever. <laughs> That was rough for me to navigate because, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. So try to give it straightforward, not get too biased in everything that I'm saying. So that's basically the extent of how I try to handle it. 
Now, um, what advice do you have for folks who might want to, you know, just start? You know what I mean? Like people who may, you know, on the fence, don't know kind of whether or not they want to do this. What advice do you give to folks like that? The best advice is just do it. Yeah. Be consistent. Look at the market. Uh, see what's missing, because that's that's how I got into it. Yeah. What was missing was straight news on TikTok. See what void you can fill to be successful and work the algorithm. And so, you know, we're at the beginning of the year, 2023. What are some of your goals for uh, for this year? Goals? I, I am interested in wrestling training, actually. Nice. I, I'm not too far from uh, Ricardo Rodriguez. I did hit him up uh, to see if maybe I could stop through and make a TikTok or something. He did reply. He is interested. So I'm uh, trying to work that. That's, that's the thing. Like, a lot of these cats... Um, you know, they're just people. So it's, it's not difficult to just kind of reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I want to try this or I want to do this. They're, they're people like everybody else, man. I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that'd be dope, man. Could you imagine that? Now you're wrestling. That's, that's intense. <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, you know, we'll just play that out. You, you, get to, you get to wrestle and you get to have your first match against anyone in the world. Who are you choosing? Well, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a big question. Ah. Uh, let me go get uh, with Billy Gunn. Wow, why Billy? He was what he was like one of my favorite in the nineties. He was like probably one or two during the nineties, and I just felt like he get a, he got a raw deal, you know, when The Rock cut that promo and set down his run. Like <laughs> he was a top guy for me, so to, to go against him, that would be a dream match. Now you now you rock out with Billy from the Smoking Guns days, or Rock a Billy, or, or, or Road Dog and Billy Gunn. Like, how far do you go back with Billy Gunn? Roll dog and Billy Gunn. Nice. That was pretty much like, oh, this guy's awesome. <laughs> you think he got a? You think he got a raw deal? Bart Gunn. They set that man up for failure. Yeah. That brawl for all was wild. Oh I don't know how you give him a mega push after he legit knock out everybody on the. Oh roster. man, you never heard from him again. I, I was ter- I was there for um I was there in person for I believe it was him versus Bradshaw, and then uh you know that was at the Raw before SummerSlam '98. And then they were back in Philly for the WrestleMania deal. Um, I think he was at the Rage Party the night before, but that was, I never saw him again after that. Yeah, he, he pretty much fell off the map. Ah. Well, all right, look, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk actual wrestles. We're going to talk about the things that are happening in professional wrestling on a wrestling podcast. Imagine that. We'll be right back. Ron Pack Radio, Masir Blackston here with the Masked Hope, and we're talking, we're talking about the Masked Hope and how he got into uh, wrestling reporting, wrestle talking. Uh, but now we're going to talk about straight up professional wrestling. And uh, one of the biggest stories that happened over this past week was the return and championship acquisition of Charlotte Flair. Charlotte returned and ended up uh, beating Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Now it's no secret that I want to see more of what Charlotte can be without a champion. You know, like take her and put her in a completely different situation, but that's not the case right now. How do you feel about Charlotte coming back and dethroning Ronda immediately? Uh, Charlotte is undoubtedly one of the greatest women's wrestlers ever, ever. But I didn't feel like she needed to come back and immediately take the title off of Ronda. Right. I must say, Ronda's run has been terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So somebody needs to do it. I just didn't think it had to be sharp. I, I I agree with you, bro. I mean, we just saw this great. I think this might have been the Ronda's best match of the year was also the last match that Ronda would have for 2022. As far as I'm concerned, I love the match between her and Raquel. 
yeah, that's that's who I thought was going to take the title from her because that that was a good match and they kind of when Charlotte took the title, it kind of took all the buzz away from that match. Yeah, I mean, folks aren't even talking about Raquel. It's all about Charlotte, and you know that's kind of been the story of her career. You know, she debuted July fifteenth. She was champion September twenty fifteen, and she's been pretty much champion on and off since then. And uh, and I feel like there's like a whole other dimension of Charlotte that they can tap into, but we, we never get to see it because she's always in that title picture. Yeah, I just saw a report that it's been ten straight years that she held a title. Every yeah, year. I would. I, I I you know I was pushed. I was personally I would love to have seen the her to be that uh, the person that would take on Rhea as part of the OC Judgment Day deal. Just something that's completely out of her wheelhouse. Something that you know is completely away from what she's done. I think I, I you know I, I think that she's a tremendous talent. Um, and I, I think that, uh, you know, what she can do, I don't even think that she's tapped into what it is that she could really do. Um, I right. just, I really want to see what she can do beyond what she's been doing for the past, you know, what, nine, 10 years. Yeah. Cause she's, she's incredibly skilled. She is really skilled. That's no, you can't doubt that, but, uh, she just sticking with what works, I guess. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, under triple H, we'll get a really good story with her. Um, you know, it's, it's room. I forget what the rumor is going into WrestleMania involving her, but I know they're talking about Ronda Rhea for Mania, right? Yeah, that's that's the rumor I heard. All right, so I'm assuming that would be a championship match, so maybe Rhea will take it from Bianca. I don't know how they're doing. I don't know where they're going. Yeah. Staying with that women's championship picture, I mean, last night, Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair, you know, for the Raw Women's Championship. Now, someone shows up wearing a mask of one of the Wyatt characters. I thought it was Howdy, but apparently it wasn't. <laughs> Um, and she loses it. She attacks the ref. She beats up Bianca. Where would you like to see this whole Alexa Bray thing go? Uh, basically start the Wyatt Six. Yeah. The, the talks of the Wyatt Six have died down, in my opinion, because the, the story is taking too long. But no no one's talking about the Wyatt Six anymore. I think it's about time to get that stuff. Yeah, the story has, it, 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 it has been prolonged. I mean, <laughs> when did he come back? October? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, Extreme Rules or whatever. And, like, we haven't – we've seen progression, but maybe not to the extent – because I, I, I get comments about it every week. Dude, when's he going to have a match? When is this whole thing going to move on? Um, how are you feeling about the progression of the storyline with Bray Wyatt? Uh, it, it's been rough for me. Every time I make a TikTok on it, it it's it's riot in the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's way too slow. In my opinion, you should at least have something major happen each week. Like uh, he attacks somebody or something. Uncle Howdy debuts like something each week. Right. He cut a promo for like three weeks in a row. Like, come on, man, do something. That was going to, and it was pretty much the same promo. You know, you guys cheer me. I'm not a hero, and like we've heard that from him repeatedly. Exactly. Um, and he's, I, I, one of the things that I did like about the way that they did it, obviously, was the build towards it, the QR codes. You had to look in the background of the, you know, of the screen when folks are walking through. Like, I, I hope that they stick with that that style of storytelling. I know they did something last night with the Hurt Business. Yeah. I hope they continue to do that with Breath. I, I like that with him. That That is something I missed from the Attitude Era. There was, like, you have to watch the screen because stuff is going to be happening everywhere. But, so. Uh, uh, yeah, they should continue with that. I, it would, and this happened just when Triple H took over, too. So it was the whole new style of the way WWE is presented. So, yeah, I did, I did like, and it's using all platforms, it's using websites. It's it's getting you involved everywhere, not just on the screen. Right. It's, it's, and you got to pay a lot more attention. 
Um, you were talking about the Attitude Era deal. I, I noticed that, I don't know if it's the pacing or the way that they're setting up the matches or whatever, um, but it is taking on a much more Attitude Era style of show. Maybe not, obviously you're not going to go out there and, and swear the way that they did during the Attitude Era and the TNA and all of that stuff, but it, it seems to be taking on more of an Attitude Era, you know, swag. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I feel that. That little flavor of attitude there. Yeah, it's not, maybe not, you know, you can't go all the way with it, but yeah, you know, <laughs> get a little bit going. Yeah, I remember a segment where there's like Stone Cold was stalking Triple H or something. And all through the night, this Triple H was going around the arena. Stone Cold was just hiding somewhere, just peeking out just where the camera could see him. Right. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of how uh, WWE's presented right now under Triple H. I mean, you even see that now with uh, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross yeah. is now stalking, who's it like? Uh, Candace? Candace, yes, Candace Lorraine. So yeah, she's like been stalking her. So yeah, things like that, man. Um, I love it. it that whole three hours feel a whole lot short. Oh yeah, and that it is a whole three hours, an entire three hours, one hundred eighty minutes every week. <laughs> wow. uh, you were talking about um, Triple H uh, taking over for Vince and sort of some of the changes there. Um, it seemed for a while like AEW had like this this huge rush of, of goodwill from the fans and this huge momentum. But since Triple H took over, we see a lot of that momentum shift almost immediately. Like we start hearing about like the interpersonal issues in the locker room. We get brawl out. Folks are showing up to work just to punch on their coworkers. You know what I mean? People are unhappy with their put. What does AEW need to do to regain its goodwill footing among wrestling fans? Uh, someone described it as... Uh... When Triple H took over, AEW turned heel. <laughs> this is a double turn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. WWE turned face, AEW turned heel. So I think they just need to gather themselves, push forward, put on banger matches, good stories, and that, that should bring the fans back on their side. Absolutely. And they have all the ingredients. They've got some incredible talent in AEW. Yes. Um, I oh, think that... Tony Khan needs to have a team for yeah, you said he needs to hire a creative team. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He can't. He can't do everything by himself, and that that shows big time. One hundred percent. I mean, and and you know, maybe he needs sort of a uh, an establishment. Jim Ross was great at that kind of stuff, you know, in terms of going out and talent acquisition. But he had folks there that were really good at just writing. You know what I mean? Folks that can get some things done uh, creatively, and it can't be all on him. Exactly. Um, because what you'll see is, you know. I, I'm there's talk of Sasha Banks going there, and I'm concerned that you know she'll get there, we'll see her for a few weeks, and then you know maybe we won't <laughs> after that. You know, concerned he doesn't have a good rotation, right? There's Ruby Riot, you know, she's been there for a while. You don't see much of her, so yeah, I, I think there's a lot of um, a lot of opportunity there. Yeah, I, I was hyped when Ruby Riot came in, and then pretty much nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, what, what, what is what are they doing with Dominic? I mean, obviously his father ruined his Christmas by kicking him out of the house that wasn't his. Uh, he cuts a promo from a white room, which I'm guessing is a prison cell. That, that looks like they're trying to make it. Yeah, they probably could have sold it a little better, you know, bars or something like that, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> it, it looked like, I thought it was a music video immediately. I was like, oh, shoot, I'm about to drop that hot. Uh, that notwithstanding, I thought the promo itself was great. How do you feel about the dominant character and where they're going with it? I love it. Yes, I named my wrestler of the year for 2022 just for the shift he made from just being Rey Mysterio's son into probably one of the hottest heels in WWE. Right? Absolutely, and that whole 
eye drop tattoo was hilarious. I was dying. Bro, I couldn't like because I know he has a bunch of tests and I'm like thinking, I'm like, wait, did did he have that before? He's got a whole eye drop tattoo. I was pushing. I thought that he should have cornrows, he should convert his, his religion and all of that stuff. He okay. he could go all in with it. I thought that the eye drop was hilarious. That would have been awesome to have the cornrows. <laughs> oh man. How what's what's his ceiling? How far do you see Dominic going in WWE? I'd say intercontinental U.S. champion. I don't think he's quite ready to be a WWE champion yet. Right. His his in ring his in ring while really good, it's not quite champion level. Like I said with Austin Theory, he needs to get like that experience, that grit on him to yeah. be able to champion the world title. I agree, man. I, I was I was baffled when he got that money in the bank briefcase. I'm thinking, you know, there's, there's no way he's not ready for that. But there's a lot of situations I could see him in. Right. Man, I, yeah, I, I'm super, I'm high on both of their futures. I think they're both going to be, like, incredible. I didn't have him as my wrestler of the year. I had him as my most improved of the year. That, that makes sense. Just because, you know, the a complete turnaround. The year before, he, who, who was, you know, who was Dominic Mysterio in that year but Ray's son, who would get his right. ass beat on a regular? You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, him and the Judgment Day. Uh, where do you see where do you see the Judgment Day going in 2023? That's a nice stable. I could see them going to the top of the card. Yeah. Fit another challenge for the world title. Maybe tag titles for Dom and, and uh, Priest. Ray Ripley take that women's title. It'd be something special if they take the spot of the bloodline. I'd love to see. And, but now we got now we have the potential of the Hurt business coming back after last night. Oh man, I'm excited to see what Triple H does. I am too. I, mean, I was so hurt when they broke those guys up. Uh, I, I yeah. would, I would love to see the hurt business versus the bloodline. And then there were reports that they were begging to stay together, and Vince was like, "Nah, it's not happening. <laughs> not happening for no no reasons or anything. Just not. It's not going down." So, um, so I'm, this is this is going super quick. We've gone through a lot of my questions, man. You're too good at this. <laughs> I'll say, uh, and and I have finally, but who knows? We might go beyond this. Um, Roman Reigns has been Universal Champion since 2020 and WWE Champion since WrestleMania. Will he still be World Champion going into 2024? Ooh, 2024. I'm gonna say yes. He's gonna have one of the titles at least. I don't think he's gonna hold both because if the reports are true and he goes to face The Rock. He has to beat The Rock because then he's the new um, head of the table. Right. So he got to have a run after that. He's going to hold the title straight through, probably straight through to 2023, 2024. Now, if, if you believe the reports, I mean, I, I did see something uh, a little bit earlier. Well, not earlier this year, but a little bit later last year, I guess, uh, that The Rock didn't necessarily want to lose to Roman because he didn't want Black Adam to come off as a loser to children around the world. How do you how do you feel about that? Well, I don't think we're concerned about that. <laughs> I don't know. He, uh, we just got to work on a Black Adam too. Yeah. No, that, that's not happening. I don't think it's happening either. <laughs> oh, man. Do you have anything else that you wanted to catch up about, man? Let's talk a little bit about Mandy Rose. Oh, you know what? I, I had a whole thing about Mandy Rose. What the hell? I might have deleted the wrong... Look, Mandy Rose. All right, so she she gets she she loses the NXT championship, uh, and then the next day she's immediately released, uh, and you know because of the whole fan time content deal, and it's it's reported like over the next month or so she earns like half a million dollars. Is this going to be an issue for the WWE and AEW in the future? I don't think it's going to be an issue. Uh, AEW seems more lenient. Yeah, 
they'll let them go to the extent of actually making that type of content but they seem like they would let them do more than wwe would do right and what were your feelings on that how did you feel about her being released i mean i understood it from a company standpoint but i didn't like it from a fan standpoint because you know she has she has a huge following right but you know you got sponsors to think about wwe is just being preemptive here before the sponsors backlash they're like okay we're just going to let you go immediately. <laughs> there were reports that uh, they actually gave her a chance to take it down, and she denied it. So mm. if that is true, then I understand on WWE's part. Yeah, man, you can't, can't play around with it. And she was, uh, I mean, if, if you're making that kind of money, you know, away from WWE, there's no real incentive to return. Right. I think she did actually hit a million before the year was out. Exactly. Like if, you know, for, for some of the rest, that's like their annual or some of them, it's, it's you know, you got to work several years to get to that point. Why exactly. put your body on the line to the extent that she was on a regular if if I can do it just for, you know, for my home? If you could just put your body online. Exactly. <laughs> well done. <laughs> that's the word for right there. <laughs> So, man, yo, this has been great. Uh, tell all your socials, all your platforms, any way that uh, that people can get in touch with you. Drop all of that. Oh, it's pretty pretty easy to find me. I'm the masked hope everywhere. Instagram, actually Twitter. I'm hope masked. Nice. Mask. Do, uh, merch. I saw I saw a shirt, man. How do we get the merch? I got a couple. I got a couple T-shirts up. I usually have the link in my bios on all my social media sites, Twitter. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, just hit the link in the bio. All right. Follow up with my man. He's, he's really dope. Awesome TikToker. Uh, thanks so much for, for joining us today, man. I really appreciate you coming through. Well, thank you for having me. I really, I really appreciate you having me. And thank you so much for listening. I'm telling you, I, I promise. I promise. The, the, the gap between seven and eight will not be the same as the gap between six and seven. I understand that it has taken entirely too long for me to give you guys another podcast. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping for a little bit more of these guests. But let me know whether or not this is something that you like. Of course, follow me on TikTok at Raw Impact Radio. Follow me on Instagram at Raw Impact Radio, too. Click the link in the bio if you're interested in any of the merch or any of the other ways that you can connect with us. And we're out. I'll see you later. Peace.